Hello and Chrysler to episode 32 of Alternative Wales podcast. Um, big bumper uh, episode this week. I'm sure we've got a lot to speak about, so uh, we'll get on with it straight away. Uh, I'm joined by uh, Transport for Wales' biggest fan, uh, Tommy Kaus. Tommy Kaus, it's been a pleasure seeing you this weekend. I don't know how much of it you can remember, but uh, how, how are you doing? I'm okay. I'm I'm very good. It's obviously two days after the uh, after the game now, so plenty of time to dust myself down. Um, and um, yeah, hopefully I'll be uh, I'll be fit and well again for uh, for the games in March. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, and joining Kaus this week uh, from an unknown location as he's gone into hiding because uh, Devil's Powers Police are questioning his whereabouts after some GBH. Uh, Allegations over the weekend after some photos were leaked. <laughs> Rodri Davis, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm gonna have to whisper my catchphrases in case they hear it. Yeah, come on, there it is. <laughs> that sounds a lot more sinister, like that. Mate. Yeah, that does actually. It's yeah. immediately yeah. X-rated. <laughs> that, 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 was, yeah, that was a bit weird. Sorry. <laughs> It's been an international break, and it's been a bloody good international break. Um, before we get on to the football, uh, Kaus, you've been up and down from from the north all weekend. Did you have a good time? Uh, uh, you know, over the last four or five days. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's like a roller coaster of emotions, though, because in between the games, ah, oh, there's there's some uh, there's some suffering going on. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, like a broken man, uh, broken man on Sunday, and again yesterday. But um, yeah, it's all it's all part of the roller coaster, isn't it? And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's all good. Like I say, it's it's a long old way, but uh, we're used to it. We've been doing it for years now, haven't we? So uh, onwards and upwards, and it, it makes it's a lot better these days. Uh, you know, I remember making those journeys to see us lose a friendly one nil to to I don't know Luxembourg, at, you know. <laughs> Abercunon Ab- 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 Swifts home ground. Or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, it's. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's good days now, and it makes it all worthwhile all the yeah, traveling yeah, yeah. and stuff. What about you, Rod? Obviously, I know on Tuesday you were uh, struggling. I think you had you turned up to the game on a two hour two hours of sleep. So uh... yeah, the night shift Monday, which was probably the most grotesque I've ever felt during <laughs> night shift after Saturday, got a bit heavy on Saturday. Yeah, and, uh... it was a long old day Saturday was to be fair. Yeah, but that uh... um, yeah. I've, Main main trouble I had was the ast- uh well I don't know if it's astroturf what do you call it four G then the yeah. burns on my leg yeah. so I was walking around in my night shift with pus sticking my jeans are sticking <laughs> to me it was a fucking mess it was and <laughs> when it- add to that the fact that you know after all the beer you had I had a uh, felt like I had a lamprey swimming inside my guts kind of thing. <laughs> so yeah no but uh, you put up with the put up with the lows because the highs are so good aren't you when when you have an yeah. international break like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, these double headers, obviously, we had the two aways, which was hard going, obviously, because you're away, but the the two homes are just as hard. Like, I feel like <laughs> Monday was a write-off in work, because I was sort of thinking about the weekend just gone, and then also thinking about the game on Tuesday. And then, yeah, disaster. You can't, Normal life can't go on around the international break. I feel like I should have work international breaks. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Be like, oh, I'm off work for the next six days on international duty. Sorry, guys. But yeah. uh, there we are. Anyway, let's talk about the games. Um, first game, Saturday evening, um, Belarus 1, Wales 5. What um, what a performance, really. I mean, Rodri, we spoke quite in depth about um, how disappointed we were with how we approached the games versus Estonia, especially at home. But I yeah. think, 
page got a spot on, didn't he? And we went straight at them from the off, and it paid off. Yeah, well, we we saw how how much uh, early goal can free us up, and uh, I think that early goal. Well, I can't even remember how quick it was. Two minutes was it? Yeah, it wasn't long, was it? But within five minutes, saw, definitely. You just with a goal that early, it just immediately takes the pressure off of getting that getting that lead you need against these like smaller nations as they say but mm. um yeah i just yeah it's thoroughly enjoyable and f- since after about two minutes you, you never felt we were gonna have any problems and it's, it's not often we have that feeling watching wales is it so it was a yeah delightful <laughs> evening yeah how city stadium Absolutely. I sort of lost interest by the last half hour, 45 minutes. I was just talking to people yeah. around me because it was just like we were never really in any jeopardy. So it was. Yeah, well, I was, uh, I was stood next to. It was Gwyneth in the ground. So I just spent the second half chatting to him because I was a bit starstruck. I was <laughs> with, the, with the one and only. It was Gwyneth. So. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, I use if, you, if, you, if you're listening. Um, hope you had a good time on Saturday. Um, Kaus. Yeah, uh, I win the second half for him. Yeah, just sat at home thinking, fucking, what happened in the second half? So that's some bloke <laughs> next to me just talking in my legos. Um, Kaus, I'm going to ask you a really in-depth uh, tactical question now because I know you paid a lot of attention to the match on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. What do you think Paige got right about the way we set up in terms of, obviously, <laughs> obviously yeah, cheers. Five, five, five at the back. <laughs> I think on paper people seem to think that it's a defensive formation, but I don't think it always is. And I think Ramsey was key to how we set up. What did you make of it all? Yeah, well, I I couldn't tell that it was a five from the back because I was uh, at the bar in the Canton stand <laughs> uh, concourse. But um, no, it was. Uh, yeah, I, I think um, I think he got it right. And like I say, I I, um, I think. He's. I think he's progressing tactically. I really do. Yeah. I, I, th- I think, especially. Uh, I know we're going to go on to the second game shortly, but it was it was really good from us the way we set up and everything on on Tuesday night. But no, to, I mean Belarus. Yeah, we know that they're not the best side, but you know they, these there's there's no such thing as an easy game in international football now. And to beat anyone five one mm. is a great result. Yeah. So um, no, I was I was really impressed, and I I, I really. I really think he's the man at the moment. I think he's the man for the job. I've always said all along. So you know, he's like a bit part, or you know, stopgap, I should say. Um, but no, I, I really like the balance of the side. I, I like the fact. I I feel like we, we, it feels a bit like that period under Coleman where we know that we're not. You know, at home we can we can beat anyone, mm. or we can give anyone a game at home, and um, mm. it, it feels it feels like he's. Uh, He's he's definitely got the trust of the players and the backing of the players. You can see that on the pitch because otherwise we wouldn't be able to achieve what we've achieved. Um, yeah. So yeah, no. Hats off to Paige. He's doing a really good job. I saw someone on Twitter today. I mean, the the record um, in the last three years, our home record. But but to be honest, you could stretch that back probably for about eight years now. Yeah, I think I think um, we've only lost at home. I reckon I can only remember two specific losses at home since 2014, and that is Denmark in the Ireland. Nations League and Ireland, and Ireland in the World yeah, Cup yeah. qualifying. Because yeah. obviously I, we I, didn't I lose it, we didn't lose at home in the in the no. in the Euros campaign, the 2016 campaign. So that takes us yeah. back to 2014. So I think yeah. I I can't really I think that group before we lost to Belgium at home, but that was the first game of the group. So yeah, I reckon we've only lost two or three competitive games competitive, at home. Yeah. 
yeah, in the yeah. last five, six, seven, eight yeah. years now. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an unbelievable record, isn't it? We've been so spoiled the last yeah. few years. It's and, ridiculous. And we'll get onto it later. And I think that's why getting that home leg in the playoffs is so important because of how Absolutely. good we are at Cardiff City Stadium. Um, yeah. Rod, I mean... We'll get on to some of the other performances later because there was definitely a few stand-up performances from both games. But um, I think I think Aaron Ramsey was really important, especially in that Belarus game, just knitting everything together. I mean, it's sort of comparing apples to apples, and I know we, I, we'd rather have both of them on the pitch, but I think he's more important to us than Bale going forward. W- would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I can see what you mean. I, th- I think um, he ca- without him in the midfield area there, we are lacking. And if Bale's playing and we haven't got someone like Ramsey tying up together in the midfield, it's fair enough having good quality attack. But then you need that, you know, the clever runs, the clever passes coming yeah. from midfield. So I think, yeah, I can definitely see your point. I think Ramsey's certainly makes us more of a threat in terms of creativity yeah without without him we're just relying on people running with the ball and individuality kind of thing rather than yeah passing and i think that's what that's what bale gives and he gives those individual moments of brilliance that can save you when you aren't playing well but what aaron ramsey i think does is make everyone else play well um and which is great when you've got both of them in your side it's just unfortunate their injury records over the last decade really that we we haven't got them on the pitch maybe uh, at the same time as enough. But anyway, there's no point that sort of negativity. I don't know why I've taken it down that route. <laughs> um, so, obviously, that was the result on Saturday. We needed then... Uh, it didn't quite go our way on Sunday and Monday in the other games. Uh, and obviously, Italy and Portugal uh, dropped into the playoffs and it became even more important, I think, to get that home game. We went into the... I mean, everyone knows, anyway. We went into the Belgium game, needed a draw. I think Turkey needed to score uh, win by more than four goals to make sure we didn't get into the playoffs. Obviously, we drew one all in the end. Um, Kaus, was that was that our best performance under Page? I know the Turkey game was pretty exceptional. I think Czech Republic away was really good. But do you think that was our best performance under Page? Yeah, it has to be. <clears throat> it has to be, definitely. Um, yeah, just, just, just that feeling, you know, I know, I know Belgium were missing a couple of players, but... <clears throat> They, they've still got, they still had an incredible side out, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, I, I, for me, yeah, definitely. That's that's the best performance. The, the other games you mentioned, yeah, they're impressive. I think Turkey uh, were nowhere um, nowhere near as good as people hyped them up to me before the tournament. So mm. I think, um, yeah, I think you can say that was a good performance. But no, last night, considering the opposition, yeah, for me it was, um, and. You know, I, I always felt we were going to get that result the other night as well, watching the yeah. game. You know, the, the several pints I drank before the game probably helped my confidence. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I felt... Um I felt definitely, yeah. We, we always felt we were going to get something and uh, and even maybe win it. I mean, I, I, I quite fancied us towards the end when uh, Nico had that shot towards well, the end. Well, that was it. Yeah. We, did, we didn't, like, sit back and play for the draw. No. We, we took the game to them for that last yeah. half hour. I don't know if that was because, you know... What we would have lost is just a home. You know, if it was playoffs or nothing, then I guess yeah. we probably would have sat in a bit more. Yeah. But we, and and the fact that Page didn't make a sub until the ninety third minute, like what yeah. an effort from every single one of them players to like, yeah, yeah. 
I think I think also like uh, I think Page isn't very stubborn. He's happy to change with what he feels is is the right thing, and he's happy to learn and incorporate what he's learned and and take that into different games. What I mean by that is obviously he was criticised for. Um, the uh, the home game against Estonia for playing two holding midfielders and since then, he's 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 realised well maybe maybe we're not so good when we when we go in a bit more defensively maybe we need to sort of take the game to teams and and we've done that in pretty much every game since I think yeah um, so I'm, I'm yeah I'm, I'm, I am quite impressed with Paige I think he I think he's done as good as anyone could have done to be fair yeah. oh yeah under the circumstances and you know the way he's come in. Um, I have no. I think. I think these last two games and probably the games in October really solidified my trust in him. I think it definitely waned a bit after the performances against Belarus and Estonia in in September. Yeah. Um, you know, the draw against Estonia. It could have come back and haunted us. Luckily, it didn't. You know, and and um, and we're we're where we need to be. And I I think he's really grown, like you said, as a manager. And yeah. I think these last two games. I think he's figured out our best system to get the yeah. best out of the players we have yeah. at our disposal yeah. is that system. Um, yeah. And I, th- I think we had a bit of a hangover from the Euros in them September games as well. Possibly, yeah. 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 I think the yeah. the way we we defended out in Belarus, we just yeah. looked like a you know a spooked yeah. horse at the back there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and we had that, uh, and it was obviously the Kazan nonsense as well, wasn't it, with all the travelling yeah. and that yeah. sort of stuff, but. Um, I was going to say, I think Paige, I think I read somewhere that Paige is coming up to having had nearly as many games as Giggs did now. Yeah. And I would argue that Giggs, there was there were far more poor performances under Giggs than there yeah. has been under Paige. I mean, if you think about it, even since Paige came into the system, it's changed. I mean, like, he came in after that double header in the summer where we lost in Croatia and Hungary. And since then... We've been on fire, really, because obviously we turned it around in the autumn to qualify for 2020. And then we had, you know, it wasn't the prettiest of Nations League campaigns, but we won the group and essentially um, gave us this sort of uh, cushion um, in the playoffs. And then other than that, really, you you can't really complain about losing 3-1 out in Belgium. Um, And other than that, I'd say the only real down point is is maybe the way we went out of the Euros against Denmark, but yeah, I, I didn't expect us to beat Denmark. It just got a bit silly no. towards the end, and I don't yeah. know how much of that was, you know, manager influenced. We all, and we all and said, the Estonia we all, game, yeah, we all said before the Euros to get out the group would be an achievement, and we did that. It's just we happened to yeah. come up against the side riding on some sort yeah. of you know like unique circumstances that made them yeah. like a one of the most dangerous sides we could have faced in the second round. I think yeah. so. Just unlucky, I think, and yeah. But like you said, I think we've uh, we've I see more progress in the page than what I did when we were with Giggs because we had that island game at the start of Giggs's reign, didn't we? Yeah, where we looked immense, and then yeah, I just didn't see where we were going sometimes after that, and yeah, I think with Page you can see he's kind of learning and developing and making us a better better side. When and you've got to consider the fact that we. Are a small pool of players, so mm. yeah. When we do yeah. miss players, we do look far weaker, and there's, that's always going to be the case. So I think yeah. if we can keep everyone fit, we're a really dangerous side for anyone. Yeah. So, yeah. 
so on to some individual performances. Obviously, Alid Roberts, uh, who I met on the weekend, lovely bloke, fair play. Nice to meet yeah. you, Alid. Um, he said, you know, how good is Danny Ward and Nico Williams? So we'll talk about Danny Ward first. Um, obviously, ran it sort of was quite random when it at the start of March for the first World Cup qualifier. He started Ward over Hennessy. There was no suggestions that Hennessy um, was sort of going to be replaced. Um, I don't think Hennessy did anything wrong, but he's been outstanding. I mean, obviously, we spoke so highly of him during the Euros. Just He's just safe. I know he had the fuck up in Czech Republic, but that was a freak accident. But he's just safe as houses. Like that, some of the he he needs he can make a big save when he needs to make a big save, but and he's he demands his box. I can't speak highly enough of him, considering he doesn't play every week as well. Just before you uh, like we answer the question, I was just going to mention that. Like I watched it back on the highlights, that header they had from the corner the last few minutes on on mm. Tuesday night. From the canton, I thought it'd gone in. I thought it'd gone <laughs> in. I had I had head in hands was... and everything. As Danny Ward had that all day long, didn't he? He was like yeah. a piece of cake for him. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I just thought I'd mention that because I but, absolutely shit myself. <laughs> but yeah, Kaus, I think he's really added some sort of stability because obviously that back three, we haven't really settled on a three. Again, I think we showed, I think Mepham came in, did superbly uh, in Ampadu's absence. Um, and obviously Ben Davis was back to his best after probably... Um, I think he's benefited from a run of games now. Joe Rodon, considering he hasn't played football, was just unbelievable. But I have a lot more. I feel a lot more confident in that. I didn't feel like there was a mistake in our back three and keeper no. on 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 Tuesday night. No, definitely not. No, they 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 were really safe as houses, weren't they, the other night? Mm. But um, yeah, it's it's so hard as well. It's it's possibly harder, especially I think goalkeepers and I think defenders as well. It's hard when you're not playing regular football, but they 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 looked like they were you know week in week out club footballers. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, going going back to Danny Ward, I think uh, he's number one now. I think he's going to be number one for the foreseeable, no matter what happens at club level for him. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, just just really impressive throughout the team, and it, you know this team is it's getting there. It's not quite it's not quite there yet in terms of you know. Um, the, the the team of 2016 who were just uh, heroes to a man, but this team are getting there in terms of the likability factor as well. Yeah. Absolutely, you know, I love each each and every one of them, um, and it's yeah, it's it's fantastic, and I think it it really shines through for me, like how close they all are, tight knit as a group. Because yeah. I don't think I don't think you would be able to put a performance like that. As a player who's not playing regular club football, I don't think you'd be able to come in and put performers like that, like your Mepham, like your Rodon, if you didn't have a, a brilliant sort of, uh, I, I'm going to say support network. I don't like that <laughs> term at all. <laughs> yeah, but I know um, what you mean. There's, there's, there's a, but, uh, there's, they're, almost, they're almost comfortable without being complacent yeah. to turn up and they know each yeah. other, they like each other, they're not afraid yeah. to try things. And I think we've, we really started reaping the benefits of that. It's a bit... You know some of the passing and the the movement. I mean, we'll get on to Nico in a second, but the wing backs in general, like yeah. Connor Roberts and Nico Williams, the energy they gave, and they they're like having two extra attackers as well. Um, yeah. And yeah. yeah, I I mean Nico Williams. We'll talk about him now. I think it was a coming of age, like games for him, wasn't it? I think he's gone from sort of like a little bit inconsistent for Wales. I don't think he's ever yeah. truly been bad, but he's had his moments. Yeah, but he was yeah. by far the best player, you know, on the pitch the last two games. 
It was only just little bits of naivety with it, with him, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, inexperience, wasn't it? Yeah. I think where we've played him in the last few games has suited us much more because, like, I think we expected too much defensively of him in previous appearances. But, uh, you know, I think he's much more of a threat higher up the pitch for us than... Yeah, I, you know, I think he, I, it's it's going forward where he's most impressive, Rod. Yeah, it? yeah. He reminds uh, it's a, it's like a far fetched comparison to me making right now, but he reminds me of Bale. Like you know, yeah. he's gonna be more of an asset further yeah. up the pitch going forward. Maybe I don't know, but you know, he just he, he does remind me of the confidence to take people on, and yeah, yeah. He's got a good shot on him, and I I think he got, he, be- he benefited yeah. massively from this weekend. Um, by having, I think, Ben Davis behind him. Um, yeah. Because they can, es- yeah. they can essentially turn into a back four when um, when Nico goes forward because Ben Davis is so solid and reliable behind him. Whereas, obviously, in some of the other games, he's had James Lawrence behind him who is, you know, isn't 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 the standard of Ben Davis. Um, and I think he just might give him the confidence to go forward and and, you know, take shots like he did and... Yeah, I mean, he could have scored yeah. an, an absolute belter on Saturday. I think he bent it just wide of the post, and obviously, he you know was unlucky not to score on Tuesday. It was a good save in the end. So, I mean, someone's asked the question here: yeah, Where are they? Um, uh, Ethan Winner said, "Should Nico Williams leave Liverpool in January?" Um, Kaus, what do you think of that? I mean, should he leave Liverpool in January? It's a hard one, isn't it? He's you know one of the best coaches slash managers in the world there. Yeah, um, defending against some of the best players in the world every, yeah, every day. It, I I think as well from uh, speaking with Liverpool fans, I think he's probably going to get his chance in the coming months as well. Um, especially with the, I think the African Cup of Nations and stuff. So people are saying he, he might get more of a chance. And uh, well, is it's Trent Alexander Arnold going off to represent well, no, Equatorial no, Guinea? But, no, but no, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Andrew maybe Robertson's is. playing for <laughs> Sierra Leone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's a silly comment. I did see someone <laughs> say that though, um, so I don't know whether they've got you know maybe well, maybe m- maybe, maybe for, for an advanced position. Yeah, you know because I guess the the two players they are going to mainly lose is Salah and Mane, so maybe they might try him a bit further forward. Who yeah. knows? So. But um, yeah, you know they, they're um, they've got high hopes in there, haven't they? Everything they sort of say. I mean, they're not going to say, oh yeah, we're probably you know we're probably selling him in a couple of years. They're not going to say that, are they? But um, they, it does feel as if. They see a future for him at Liverpool. Yeah. So it's one of them, isn't it? Like, what what is best for his long term development? I mean, if he he could go, he could go out on loan, but he could go somewhere where, you know, I mean, going out on loan didn't help Ben Woodburn very much, did it? No. Yeah, that's 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 what I think um, worries Wales fans is we've got Woodburn and Wilson who like didn't seem to develop that as well as we expected whilst being at Liverpool and having these loans every season. Yeah, and but but, but, then, but Nico yeah. is developing and he isn't yeah, playing. And he's only 20, isn't he? I think, yeah, so, so I, th- I almost think when they start going on loan is where you worry a bit because yeah. I think Klopp obviously trusts him enough to keep him at the club to play second fiddle to yeah. Trent Alexander-Arnold. So... Yeah, the, yeah the, tr- the trouble there. The trouble there is though that Trent Alexander 
I can't even say his name properly. There's too many A's and stuff. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's the best right back in the world, probably on his day, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Moment, so. he, he suits exactly what Liverpool want to do. He is the perfect player for that team. And the fact, you know, it's not like he's 29 and he's got like two or three years left at his peak. He's no, what is he still? Trouble, I think yeah. he's still 22, 23. He might even be that old. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's it, it it's a tough one. It's it's really I don't I hate sitting on the fence on this podcast, but. It's it's one of the I I pro I probably do think and it's quite rare for me to say it, but I probably do think it, it it is better for him to stay put just for now. Yeah, he's still really young. Uh, he's got a fantastic manager there. You know, he's awesome as the Klopp. I'd be um, I'd be worried if he was stalling. If he if he was sort of you know like there was a point I think with Harry Wilson he was sort of not really you could tell and Ben Woodburn yeah. they were coming you know they weren't like exciting as they used to be. Whereas Nico is is getting better. So yeah. You know, and until until he might plateau, and then you might need to think about moving on. So who knows? I, I still I still have my moments with uh, Liverpool fans on Twitter and stuff, though. You know, you, the the ridiculous uh, FIFA generation uh, Liverpool yeah. fans who who expect Nico Williams to be playing like Cafu now, <laughs> and uh, yeah. you know, it's just yeah. But that that's that comes part and parcel, doesn't it? Part part of being at yeah. a big club, um, probably best. I think the. What Nick, you don't no, get. Nico Williams is back on Twitter now, but I think he removed himself for a short yeah. while, didn't he? Yeah. You better watch yourself, Kaus. You'll get race showed by Liverpool fans. <laughs> that's the new thing. Yeah. That's the yeah. new thing now. Yeah. 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 So, so, so it was a good. It was a very, very good international break. Uh, I was really happy with it, and I'm a lot more confident going into the playoffs than I would have than the idea of the playoffs a month or two ago. I was a bit. I was like, we're never going to win two games in a row. Whereas now I, I, I could see it, you know, I could see it happening. So the draw for the playoffs is next Friday, the 26th of November. I think it's like an afternoon, three or four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so we can draw one of the following at home. Turkey, uh, obviously recently beat them at the Euros. I think not as good as people make them out to be. Poland, obviously they've got one of the best strikers in the world. So make of that what you will. North Macedonia, who I think is probably on top of everyone's list, being the, uh, they're the lowest ranked side in the playoffs. Um, but, you know, Pandev's gone now, I think. Uh, got Alioski, isn't they? They got Alioski, yeah. That fucking loose cannon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ukraine, who I don't want to draw because I think they're probably the strongest team maybe in that pot. Austria, who were there from the Nations League. I think they might have finished fourth. Yeah, they did. Finished fourth in their qualifying group but behind Denmark, Scotland and Israel. So I think they might be quite a weak side at the moment, mm. Austria. Got some handy players, individuals, aren't they? Yeah, obviously Alaba's their main man, isn't he? Um, yeah. So, yeah. And through Leipzig players as well, I think, isn't they? Yeah, uh, Sibitzer, yeah. isn't it? I think he's the big, uh, the big name. Yeah. Um, and Czech Republic, who obviously uh, came out of our group as well. Um they threw on the Nations League, uh, obviously four points against them in in the group. So, Rod, sticking your neck out now. Who do you want? Yeah, it's probably North Macedonia. Yeah, you are going to go for yeah. the the obvious sort of lowest ranked side. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree. I, I'd back yeah. us. I'd back us against any of them. But you you yeah. you know for a fact that we should beat. And well, I'm not going to say we w- would beat, but yeah. They're the team that we could be, feel confident that we we've got enough to put them away, even if we're not on top form and with with yeah. everyone fit. So we, you just want an easy, well, not easy. None of the games are going to be easy, but you want to you want to get through that first game. Yes, you got too much of a battle, didn't you? So yeah, because because it's such a quick turnaround. You know, you might yeah. have to be four days later. You might have to be going to Portugal to play them. Um, I yeah. mean, they got out. On paper, the group they got out of is is quite poor, really. I mean, Germany yeah. 
sort of smashed the group. I think they only lost once, which was uh, to to North Macedonia. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you know, they they no they're not a walkover country. But then you know they no. they beat Romania, Armenia, Iceland, and Liechtenstein. Um, so yeah, without doubt. The weakest side on paper, but you know, I think, but then that might galvanize them a bit, and that's the thing. Whereas I think someone like Austria, who I don't know, I I feel like I'm talking myself into Austria the more I think about it, because I think North Macedonia, I've got gonna gonna have the underdog factor. It's something about Austria though. I just yeah, then like (laughs) yeah, in terms of like they do scare me a bit. They've got always got a few yeah. So when you when you've got when you've got top class players, you know. You know, Alaba and people like that, or whoever. But you, you they've always got a chance, haven't they? Yeah, like ourselves. Yeah. Where, you know, Individual moments, few, isn't it? Yeah, we, you've always got a chance when you've got class players. So, yeah, for me, Macedonia are probably the ones with with. You'd like to think they they wouldn't have enough to trouble us when we've got our best players playing. But um, yeah, and like like Rod said though, you. At home, and this is why it was vital to get a home home game. You know, at home you'd fancy us to beat any of them. Yeah. Away, it's a completely different you, story, you, isn't you, it? You could yeah. you could imagine us losing to any of them yeah. as well. Like yeah. imagine from home, the thought of playing Turkey at home compared to the thought of playing Turkey uh, in like Istanbul absolutely. is <laughs> yeah, like a completely different We're like. Different. It's a completely different. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, I, I, I. I, I, so there was part of me was like, why are we celebrating getting just a home draw so much? But it really is important, um, and you know, I'd like to think at least getting ourselves into one of the finals, yeah. and then it is going to be luck of the draw about who gets through. You know, we could end up playing Russia or Sweden, who obviously um, a lot more of attractive prospect than Italy or Portugal. Obviously, Scotland in there as well. I feel like Scotland are starting to ride a crest of a wave. I feel like yeah, they're having their, yeah. their 2016 moment at the moment. And I, I think I'd want to avoid them because... You want to avoid I, yeah, like I would, a derby. Just, exactly, yeah. And yeah. yeah. purely because of history as well. Yes, Christ, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly, Big games, yeah. they're going to beat us. Oh, right. it's, uh, well, games are in March 24th and 25th and then the finals are 28th and, or 29th. So... Uh, obviously draws next Friday so we'll be talking about it on the week after next pods uh, it, we'll have a good old chat about the game uh, how you know who we end up drawing and we'll see um, yeah so I'm already shitting myself at the thought of it um, <laughs> uh, so we're going to speak to Phillips next about the um, the charity game we had on the weekend uh, before obviously we end up just speaking nonsense about it I just want to have a little bit of a little serious moment to say thank you to everyone who played everyone who came down and especially to everyone who's donated you know we're well over a thousand pound now i mean considering we were only planning to um to to, well not planning but the target was 500 quid um so yeah you know anyone who came to watch anyone who's donated we had a right old laugh um as as we'll explain in the next um in the next bit you can still donate uh the link will be in the description uh and it's where uh, justgiving.com forward slash wales dbdb um and a big thank you as well to andrew dowling for coming down and taking some great photos uh captured rodri in all his glory um <laughs> and uh <Again>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he um uh, yeah, he's got some cl- cracking photos of you, Rod, doesn't he? You know, <laughs> yeah. um, he's he open a gallery. Of, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know why anyone. I don't know why anyone who wouldn't play would buy them. But you can 
uh, there's a link on our, on on my our, on the Alternativeworld's Twitter account um, saying um, uh, with all the photos of the game, you can buy one for a pound. Like I said, unless you played, I don't know why you'd want to buy a photo of I don't know cows running up the wing. Maybe you're into that, <laughs> um, but yeah, you can buy not it for even, a quid. Not even I'm into that. <laughs> and yeah, it'll it'll all get donated into the the ten of us pot. So um, uh, yeah. Uh, big thanks again to everyone uh, who came down. Uh, there were some questionable performances, uh, some uh, surprising performances, uh, and we'll talk through that next with Agent Phillips. Agent Phillips, are you there? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, turn that down, Tony man. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I thought I thought you were in a tattoo gig. Uh, no, it's tattoo night in the Lenin. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get a copyright strike now or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, don't worry there. It's a covers band. <laughs> uh, come outside the fire exit now to talk to you. Oh, happy days. Well, Phillips, it's been a it's been an interesting weekend. You know your first. Uh, your squad that we helped me and you put together went out and uh, played the Wales Sports team, lost three two. Um, a bit of a mixed bag, wasn't it, Phillips? What, what, what did you make of it all? I think it was a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've got an apology to make as well. Uh, I was nowhere to be seen second half because the uh, undercover copper from Devon Post Police pulled me, so I seen him and I had to make, I had to leg it. Oh. Because as we know, I am banned from all football grounds in Wales until the year 2031. So he spotted, I spotted him from a distance, so legged it. There we are. What, in, in plain clothes, or what was he? I, don't, I know his face. I'm going to kill him. Phillips never forgets a face. No. No, you don't. Is but that yeah. that really but, loud loud wheel spin noise I heard when uh, <laughs> the second half was kicking off? Was yeah, and there might be a few backfiring from but the exhaust might have backfired a bit. Yeah, to beat a hasty retreat back to uh, Abercanon roundabout. Good stuff. So, what did you make of the game then, Phillips? I mean, how did you uh, find some of the boys got on and girls? Uh, I've got ratings from what I saw, and then I've been I've I've watched it back on the video because I run a professional outfit now. Yeah. And like the players have got playing for me, and you, <laughs> fucking shambolic. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, there were some stand-up performances. Ben the Tim in goal. Oh, what a performance, yeah. Ben the, the cat. cat. Yeah. yeah, not just a Twitter yeah. celebrity. Yeah, he kept us in the game when we went to two at the back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that was deliberate or not, but, you know, when we were playing two defenders and everyone else up front, he performed some good saves. Yeah. Uh, then we've got that Kestrel fanatic, uh, Ben James in a solid game, but All he right. does owe us four or five footballs. <laughs> Yeah, Ben James uh, of the View from the Ninian podcast. He was one of the only men to play ninety minutes, and he was he was he was solid. I thought I thought he had a good yeah. game, but like you said, um, there is some footballs missing. He um, can kick the ball very yeah. very high. If yeah, 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 yeah. If in <laughs> if, if if in doubt and all that, he's got that tattooed on his back. If in doubt, kick it out. Does yeah. he? Yeah, lives lives and breathes. He's by got it. Uh, 
two strikes mm. of air traffic control. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like the fact that I thought you were going to say he can kick the ball very far, but you know, it's impressive how high he can kick the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest here, Coach, the, that fence was quite high and he cleared it. Like, yeah, Na- yeah. NASA found that ball somewhere. Well, that thing is, though, that's what, I, that's what I wanted to instill in our defenders, you know, like if in trouble, just fucking laces through it. You know, yeah. get rid of the ball, kill the time, reset the reset the back line, and like you said, yeah. I think he had a good game. Good game. Yeah. Then we've got the bargain booze Maradona at left back. <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing? I've given him a four out of ten. Even his post. I, yeah. I'd take that. I'd Would take you? that. Yeah. Okay. Four <laughs> out of a hundred. Four out of a hundred then. Yeah, that, that would, <laughs> I was gonna say four out of ten. That would that would get my get my average up for the. Very significantly. No, when was the last time you dribbled the ball like that then, Kaus? Oh, Christ. 2014, possibly. <laughs> I uh, I enjoyed every minute of it, to be honest. Obviously, I was up against um, Chopper yeah. on their side. But, yeah. uh, you know, I managed to draw out a few fouls, didn't I, Phillips? <laughs> We're naming him this week, are we? Um... <laughs> I, to be fair, I think there's only one word to describe uh, Kaus's game on the, on the weekend. It was maraud- mar- marauding. Marauding, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll take that. Up, oh, up yeah. and down, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Vo- back, back vocal as well. Vocal, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah I yeah. really want to find out the person who played you played the one-two with and have a stern word with them. Why they give the ball back to you? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Moist the time. Yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah. Uh, then no, we've got. Oh, go on. No, I was just going to say it's you know, it, I'm I'm playing for a contract here and uh, oh, yeah. you know knowing knowing you would. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing you were in the stands, I'm hoping that you and the Arkloif can sort me out. Can't believe we spoke for so long about the worst play on the pitch. Uh, right, so um, okay. there we've got Koke. Uh, I give him a nine and a half out of ten. Oh, what a yeah. performance! He's, what amazing! It's, it's quite Look, quite uh, something we managed to prize him away from Atletico Madrid. For the yeah, yeah, incredible. Yeah, I like I like the fact that you know he's clearly the the fastest player on the pitch. I would say. Uh, very skillful, uh, but we di- we were directing all the play down the other wing. <laughs> <laughs> Tactical masterclass. Yeah. Well, when I had to beat uh, when I had to beat the hasty retreat, Brian took over the team. So there's your uh, all questions to Brian there about yeah. that. Less said about that, the better. Yeah. Hey, to be yeah. fair, to be fair, we were one 0 down at half time, and we did, and then we went three one down. I'll give him that. But we did have a good go at the end. We did have a good go at the end. It wasn't oh, to be. Yeah, yeah we only missed uh, about four open goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I wasn't. I a manager can't put the ball in the net, can they? You know. Yeah, we we went for the. As uh, Mick McCarthy knows. <laughs> we, we went the Herbert Chapman WM formation. Did we? We <laughs> left the W alone. <laughs> yeah. We just went Chapman. M. Yeah. Wide and mad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give a special uh, shout out to Sarah McCready, my uh, person of the match for yeah. having le- legs of steel. Yeah. How she is not in the Heath Hospital, I will never know. Unbelievable. Fair play to her. Hats off. Yeah, she ran around like a like a lunatic. Fair play. But uh, yeah. And her uh, leg didn't break. In and her leg challenge. didn't break, thankfully. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Anyway. Uh, yeah, 
I've seen some things. Anyway, um, Billy <laughs> Webb, he played like Frank Uberizzi for 10 minutes. We'll move on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And okay. also, big big bench to the Billy Webb son, who performed 406 megs on the touchline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah what, what a character he was. He, he'd be, yeah. He's in the squad for the next one. Absolutely. Not a shadow, though. Him First and Coke up front. Yeah, him and Coke up front. Nutmegs and, and, and Pace. Yeah. Also, uh, 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 Billy Billy Webb's son lost his jacket after the game, and I was uh, me and Billy wandering around trying to find it. Turned out it was in Ryan March's bag. It so. wasn't in my bag. It was in the changing rooms. <laughs> I'm not going to have that sort of slander on my podcast. Yeah, <laughs> stealing jackets, yeah. yeah, stealing children's jackets. Just who are you? Yeah, keep yeah. this up, boys. Taking the limelight away from me. You're good. Yes, <laughs> Brian, you're a thief. <laughs> yeah. Disgrace. Uh, right, then we've got some 1970s Argentinian striker who no goalkeeper or defender will in anywhere near that pitch was safe. Uh, reports the South West Police are investigating some of his tackles. It, it's true, actually. GBH. Well, I'm, there is video footage which I'm surprised has been released because he has taken out that goalkeeper. Well... He, he would have been a Wimbledon legend in the 1980s. <laughs> Who's this then? You. <laughs> yeah, absolute disgrace. I well, heard Brian say before the game, put yourself about, but not like that. <laughs> you, were, I, uh, Phillips's team talk was for industrial football, so that's what I took on board from that. Was, uh, industrial. Late 1800s yeah. <laughs> football, that was. Industrial and agricultural <laughs> yeah. all at the same yeah. time. Yeah. That was like yeah. bloody Knappan. Knappan. <laughs> I, I must say, yeah, though. If you don't know what that reference is, look it up. <laughs> I, I must say that despite some of the uh, interesting tackles that Rodri put in, his crossing, his crossing of the ball in the last 15 minutes was some of the best crossing of the ball I've ever seen. Yeah. So well done, Rod. Yeah. I thought you didn't drink. <laughs> Whoever was playing fullback with him at the time, what a performance those two put in. Well, I was going to say Rodney's brother was the best player on the pitch, but we leave that there. <laughs> Uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad we didn't get a late equaliser because there was a lot of rumours going around that we were going to offer them uh, a tiebreaker and have a game of kabaddi. Oh, <laughs> 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 It would have been quite funny to see John. Google it. It would have been quite funny to see Bosch Thomas take a penalty without doing a drag back. <laughs> well then, yeah. let, let's get on to Bosch. Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard a bloke pull his chest before, but that's the injury he sustained. Yeah. I, I, another tactical genius from me there was it ten minutes into the second half, chuck him on up front to soften up their uh, centre halves. I think he performed eighty-one drag backs. Yeah. Um, quickly pulled his chest, came off <laughs> about ten fifteen minutes later, and then we ran riot for the rest of the game. So maybe he did I'd- his job. I don't know what he uh, dragged back more on, the ball or the fags uh, on the weekend. He was a bit like an opening batsman trying to see off the openers. And then he, he comes <laughs> off, he's done his job, and then uh, the yeah. rest reap the rewards. Except for one, one, pres- one chance presented it to himself six yards from goal. All he had to do was put, it, put his foot through it and he did a drag back. <laughs> No, I don't think he understands football. Uh, I've Didier, man- Didier drag back. 
no one do. Um, yeah, I failed to get a move for any of these boys. I've clipped it up, put the send the videos out, but no one's interested except for I've got Evan Williams a refereeing gig. Yeah, what a performance! Yeah. First twenty minutes, he let the game let the game play. As let's, uh, be honest, let's be honest, boys, he kept us in the bloody game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we could have been easily down to ten men within the first five minutes, thanks to Rodri's. Uh, I don't know what you're on about. Battery or whatever. I had the free kick for that. Was, uh, <laughs> yeah, a this is what I mean. Challenge. Yeah. Anyone who's seen that picture on Twitter, on Twitter or on the interweb, they will know that that was the worst tackle they've ever seen. And surprisingly, Rodri has won the free kick there. Yeah, well, I think I think uh, Dowlin has caught um, caught him at a at a bad angle. Yeah, I think it makes yeah, it look worse. That's the trouble with the slowing things down action replays. Yeah, it's exactly. always going to look worse than it was. I am. Um, I have found a way of monetizing that picture though. Yeah, yeah. Spot the ball. No one will ever guess where it is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to tell ever. me. Thought you were going to tell me you started an OnlyFans matches. Oh, well, I'm not sure what they are. <laughs> Move on quickly. <laughs> Only fans match. <laughs> yeah, so Evan Williams is referee in the Luxembourg Premier League this Saturday. Good luck to him. Ah, it's a good gig, good gig, yeah. Pipley. Doing your job well. Sure, yeah. sure be a better referee than he was a coach. <laughs> all in all, a disgrace. Uh, hopefully, next time we play, I can pick a better team because apart from Koke... Well, they were shambolic when they lost 3-2. Missed about 18 chances at goal. Don't understand tactics. Don't understand football. <laughs> Useless. Oh, Scathing. I read the grew and all these boys in. Had a, had a bad day, Phillips? Or <laughs> <laughs> scathing attack on the team. Yeah. Scathing attack. Yeah. Well, just unimpressed. I was hoping for a 6-0 win. Well, on to the next one. As they say, we go again. Yeah. Hopefully, yes. And hopefully there will be no police presence in the next game. So <laughs> I can attend the whole 90 minutes, not just 45. Well, it was good to see you anyway, Phillips. You know, I, I think. Yeah. Well, it wasn't good to see you. Great. <laughs> but it was, even, it was even worse to see Kaus pretend he's Maradona. Yeah. yeah I don't have to pretend, pal. <laughs> Masterclass. Oh, I gotta go back. The bloody CD's stuck. <laughs> right, see you boys. I got. Hey, off you go, Phillips. Off kick you go, the Phillips. machine. It'll fl- kick the machine. So- <laughs> right. Kick the machine. Yeah, see you boys. Off you go. Off you go, Phillips. You wanker. <laughs> Right, next up then, it's Rogan of the Week. Um, so, last week's results are as follows. Uh, with 22% of the vote, unfortunately, uh, Sharon in Todd Morden came third <laughs> for charging 40p for a glass of tap water, uh, name redacted, uh, to save any um, embarrassment. So it was Sharon. Well, well, yeah, I mean, Billy said it was Sharon, but he, he wasn't a real name. The name was changed. Oh, from, no, I, I yeah. just thought, yeah. Name redacted, redacted doesn't make sense, yeah. Redacted isn't a name. No. <laughs> uh, just, might, I just tried to make a shit joke. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Thanks, gone. Rod. Um, <laughs> it's been terrible. 
Uh, in second place with 32% of the vote, uh, The Common Cold. And winning with 46% uh, was Sarah's pick of Turfs and their stickers. So a good choice and a good win. Uh, all transphobes can get in the bin. So, this week, um, obviously the boys you went here last week. Uh, I came in second. Uh, let's, Kaus, um, let's start with you, mate. What, what, what have you got this week? Right, okay. Um yeah, it's uh, my my socialism is shining here. through now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go for pencils this week. No, <laughs> um, no I'm gonna go for um, Arriva. Uh, Arriva, the the firm, and it's nothing to do with my my experience. Arriva haven't existed for like three or four years. No, they've gone. Ari- no, Arriva's like still here, mate. Hey, listen, just in your, you're in your your little uh, Cardiff metropo- metropolitan bubble. Arriva rebranded as Transport for Wales, or they no, sold. No, no, Arriva, Arriva are still running buses up here. Oh, right? they're buses. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were talking about trains. Oh, hey, right. listen, you didn't you didn't hear me out? Did no. Stand, I stand. Mr. Host I'm of the pod, I stand down. I'm, I'm glad we've, I'm glad we've arrived at the agreement. <laughs> Get out! Oh, no. Get out! Yeah, uh, my, my wrong of the week is Rodney. <laughs> no, um, uh, so it's it's Arriva buses. Um, so basically, what happened is <coughs> a bit of a background for you now. Um, Arriva buses run northwest England and North Wales as as one region for some reason i don't know why they do that but that's what they do so arriva northwest pay their drivers even though it's the same region northwest and north wales they pay their drivers in the northwest of england uh, i think it's one pound 80 an hour more than the north walian drivers what so the north wales drivers have sort of been left with no choice but to go on strike um and um, and they weren't budging. They weren't budging. Uh, anyway, I think they're a few days into the strike now. Now, obviously, the company have backed down now. So you know, fair play to them for that. But why has it got to this point? I've seen a lot of people on social media as well having a go at the drivers uh, for striking because obviously a lot of people are affected. They can't get to work. Blah blah blah. Um, and I really feel for the drivers because they were left thinking, well, they, they had no choice but to strike. And in the end, it's worked out for them. I'm delighted it has. They've come. The I think the unions come to an agreement now. But it's just an absolute disgrace. Like it has to get to this point. I I, I know a couple of the drivers, and uh, they said, listen, we don't want to strike. We don't want to be doing this. But mm. if if you live, for example, if you live in Saltney, uh, yeah, just this side of the border, um, someone who lives just a, a mile to the uh, to the east will do exactly the same job and get paid one pound eighty an hour more. That's How is farcical. that right? That is possible. In the same company. Yeah. So anyway, um but like I say, th- these drivers they've took a lot of stick and stuff off of people, which I think is a disgrace in itself. But the company have happily let this go on and, and it's rumbled on for quite a while. It's been quite a big story up here. But thankfully now they've come to an agreement and the company have backed down and done the right thing. But Still, for letting the drivers take all this stick, um, they're going to be my wrong another week. So, uh, Arriva buses are my wrong another week. Absolutely worthy. I apologise for thinking you were going to talk about trains again. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, Arriva buses. Fair enough. I didn't. I hadn't even heard of this story either. So, um, yeah, 
absolute joke by the sounds of it. Okay, then. But, but like, I mean, sorry, just on that one last thing. Yeah. It comes to something. No one wants to strike. They feel they do it as a last resort. Yeah, of course. Now, the, the fact that these firms allow it to get to that point, they, exactly, they have to yeah. take a look at themselves. 100%. Absolute disgrace. 100%. Anyway, so they're my choice. Very nice, very nice. Uh, Rodri, uh, what are you going for, mate? Uh, uh, I don't keep up with the news very well when I'm on these international days out and night shifts and all this stuff. So I've just been looking around the room trying to think of something, but I've had a few ideas. I, I was thinking of Yorkshire Cricket Club because the oh, Christ, uh, yeah. stuff, yeah. but then I don't think that's our wheelhouse to uh, go for English County cricket teams yeah so but but alone. but we will we will mention oh, that yeah, they are 100 wrong yeah. room for racism yeah fuck, fuck racists and we don't need to say that because people listening to this should know our stance on that um yeah. the queen has entered a new phase so <laughs> I, I, I don't know what that's about. <laughs> new phase. Is that, just so, imagine it like she's like doctor who she regenerates yeah. every time yeah. 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 she comes back as I don't know Kenny Logan or Jalen <laughs> Vidal or something. I don't know. But uh, no, um, I'm gonna go for good things coming to an end because my <laughs> local <laughs> my local, Chi- my local Chinese is uh, the guy who runs it is retiring and it's probably the best Chinese going. I know everyone's got their local biases and stuff, but. People come from miles around to this Chinese because it's crispy shredded beefs, level thousand on the taste scale. And I, why why do these things happen? Why why that that phrase "all good things must come to an end" is a load of bollocks. Why do they? What, what, I, I love how, how you haven't gone specifically for the Chinese closing, but the broader uh, yeah. problem good of all good things coming to an end. Yeah, what, what's the point? Like, uh, you know, this this is a man who is desperate for the win here, right? I think. Yeah. Fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> Yeah, Who I could possibly vote against good things coming to an yeah. end? I, that, I've forgotten that sweet taste of victory. It's been a while, so I'm uh, <laughs> scrabbling around. Yeah, so that generic phrase, all good things coming to an end, is my topical wronging of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, I like it, I like it. Um, yeah, I've been battling with a few ideas over the, over the last few days uh, of what I'm going to go for. Um... I was going to go for toilet seats that don't stay up. I feel like that's a real pet hate of mine. Yeah. Uh, where you've got to like hold the toilet seat up while while pissing. Um, didn't really think it was really worth a, uh, a vote. Um, <laughs> Boris Johnson's old man. He's a bit of a clown this week. Um, he's always a clown. He's he? always a clown, yeah, to be fair. Um, but I'm going to go for one I've done before. Because I feel like it's probably um, needs to be addressed again. And I will keep talking about it until uh, something changes. I don't even know how it's going to change. But the Cardiff City Stadium, the logistics of the Cardiff City Stadium, um, essentially, it isn't fit for selling out. Um, You can't get in when it's... um, uh, You can't get in when it's uh, full. It takes fucking ages. You know, I had to go to the ground... 20 past 6 on Tuesday night just to make sure I got in in plenty of time. Uh, you can't piss when it's full because the, the men's toilets at half time are an absolute disgrace. It was, it was piss yeah. everywhere. 
because people just couldn't get to the top. Shit well. exactly. It was, yeah. They just, I don't know, I don't know <laughs> how they've managed it. But and there's no other ground in football that I go to. It just just feels like the stadium isn't built for as many people that are there, especially for a new build. You can almost understand. Like I, I remember going to Fratton Park and the con. Well, it's not even a concourse. It's just like an alleyway in Fratton Park. That I mean, it's horrific. You can't do anything there. Um, but that makes sense because you know, I mean, Fratton Park's been there for you know probably about a hundred years. Ring a bell, is it? <laughs> 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 um, and yeah, I just, I just. <laughs> <laughs> enjoyed that one did you Kev I did enjoy that one <laughs> um, so yeah I, I, you know the amount of people who probably miss kick off because you know this is it I would have liked half an hour extra in the pub on Saturday night you know chatting with everyone but no we had to go over yeah. early enough to get in um, mm. yeah it's just not for, and when you're in you essentially you have to go to your seat because there's just no room to stand in the concourse um yeah, I think it's a nightmare. Um, I think it's a great ground for fo- inside the ground. Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's a, really a bad seat in the house. I think the atmosphere it can generate, considering it's a new ground, because you go to a lot of new grounds, it doesn't really whip up atmosphere like Carlisle City Stadium does. Um, as a football ground, it's brilliant, but logistically getting in and out, I mean, trying to get... If you're sat at the back of a stand, it takes ages to walk down the steps because for some reason it just doesn't feed people out. Um I don't know. It, it's something that's bothered me for years and it just keeps bothering me now. Um, so yeah, that's my pick. So Cardiff City Stadium again. Yeah, the architects of Cardiff City Stadium. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so this week's picks are Arriva buses. Definitely not trains. Um, although their trains were shit as well. Um, so Arriva, uh, good things coming to an end and the Cardiff City Stadium. So... Uh, Eclectic as always. Yeah, eclectic. Yeah. Um, no yeah. mention for Andrew RT this week, Rod. I think he's retired, uh, Andrew, haven't you? I've retired that. Uh, I'm I'm afraid of jail time because of that uh, pylon <laughs> rule they've they've passed in the law. And, ah, um, there you go. Yeah, ten years. That's for, fair. Ten years for causing a Twitter pylon. Isn't it? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There I we are. To tone that down. But there he is. He's a potato. <laughs> I guess potato man. <laughs> Oh. Views of Rodri yeah. Davis, not the podcast. Um, let's do uh, your questions next. Right then, uh, to finish off, uh, as usual, we're going to answer your questions. Um, plenty to answer again tonight. Uh, before I forget, uh, Kaus, what's the one from um, the radio bloke? Radio Granite Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should all international teams have to pick at least one player from their national league? So yeah, I, I quite like the idea of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but yeah, it it would never happen, and it's unenforceable. Well, it's not unenforceable, but but yeah, it's quite a good idea. I think. Um, yeah, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? I think it'd be good. Yeah. Be good to do that with like young players from like the the Welsh Premier or whatever. Just you know. Yeah, give him a shot. The best young talent going going train with the national team, and you know, be in the squad and stuff. To be fair, I think we we must be one of the only countries um, in Europe, or at least like the sort of the higher level countries in Europe that don't pick yeah. any players from their national league. Technically, I know obviously we have Cardiff Swansea players and a few Newport yeah. players have been in the squad in recent years. Um, but yeah, I th- I feel like you know, like 
Russia seems to name everyone from Russia. Italy are pretty good at naming mostly from their leagues. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we 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 got to be one of the only ones, I reckon. Yeah, um, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, Ireland as well. Oh, Ireland! Yeah, of course they don't yeah. they don't tend to do that, do they? Uh, same with Northern Ireland, really, I Northern guess. Northern Ireland as well. I, th- I don't know. If, I think maybe Northern Ireland have the odd couple in the squad, don't they, from like Linfield or something? I, I th- yeah, I haven't. I haven't looked at a Northern Ireland squad for a long time, but I'm pretty sure they do have the odd Linfield. I I one. thought this the other day when they drew nil nil to Italy. I don't even know who their manager is anymore. Now Michael O'Neill's gone. Nigel Worthington, it's... isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Laurie Sanchez. No, I, th- I think it's uh, the Reverend Ian Paisley. <laughs> Uh, Alright, on to the next question then uh, Evan Powell uh, has asked uh, what's the best thing you've heard in the stands or on the concourse over the last two games his personal highlight uh, for him was the boy who stood next to me screaming chrome dome to the Belarus keeper whenever he got the ball um, I've heard plenty of stuff in the stands over the weekend uh, Kaus, is anything? I mean you probably don't remember any of it no, don't remember <laughs> at all so, yeah <laughs> uh... I can't, I can't really think of anything like particularly funny. I think like with Walesgate, like I I always really funny stuff at local football because it's like it's a bit less tense, isn't it? A lot of yeah. the time, so I always think there's like funny stuff. I don't really hear funny stuff at Wales games that often. In the pub after and be, yeah, you know, after yeah, the game yeah, yeah, and before yeah. and you do, but um, um, Rod, have you heard anything ridiculous in the stands over the last two two games? Me? Yeah. Sorry, I lost, <laughs> I lost you a bit. Um, I think most most of the entire game is uh, just people saying ridiculous things. They all, like like Cow says, is, it's hard to pick them out. I, I yeah. don't remember them too, what's been said. They, a lot of things made me laugh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's be- better to ask uh, what's the funniest thing you've Oh, concourse or any any terrace, and I think I remember a ref being called a wanking twat. <laughs> so it's like it's so close to like a standard insult, but it's that yeah. it's got that wanking, you know, the yeah, actual that I wanker, think, yeah, wanking twat. Like, <laughs> so that made me laugh. That stuck in the mouth. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the only one that stands out for me was someone at the Belgium game behind me shouted when they were like pressing us quite late on. Someone shouted, "Fuck off, you chocolate eating nonces." Um, <laughs> <laughs> which. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Just a quick. I was going. I missed that. I missed that. What was the end of the, the referees? Or what? <laughs> a wanking twat. A wanking twat. <laughs> yeah. They, like, oh, I basically... thought... Yeah. Yeah. I I, I quite yeah. like the idea of like someone singing the referees a wazuk or something like that. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um. Yeah. I just thought of what else I was thinking about nominating for wrong of the week. I'll just mention it now. It's got nothing to do with any of this, but it kind of does. Um, I was going to mention, I said it to my old man when I was watching the game, if this carries on and he scores again, was the Canton singing You're a Shit Aaron Ramsey to Kevin De Bruyne, and then 30 seconds later he scored. And then they carried on singing it. I was like, if he scores again now, come on. But he didn't, so it was almost my wrong end of the week. It's all good, man. I think he, he enjoyed... 
he enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. It was all yeah. good. You know, so, you respect. He, he, he had every right to goad us after yeah, we were singing yeah, that. Yeah. But you know, I think he alluded to it after the game, Rods, as well. He yeah. said um, yeah. it was nice that uh, you know Lieutenant Cool was pointing at me and, uh, <laughs> and stuff like that. He, yeah. You know, so I think it, I, I think pre- I was still I think I was still pointing and singing at him, even though he just <laughs> tucked one away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that brings us on nicely to Kerry Davis, uh, also had a cracking game on Saturday afternoon uh, at fullback yeah, until yeah. his knee went. Cafu, wasn't it? Yeah, he was Cafu uh, and Kaus's Roberto Carlos. Uh, what a yeah. what a pair. Um, he said, who would win in a fight, Lieutenant Cool, uh, Rodri, or Kevin De Bruyne? Uh, well, what do you reckon? If I- if I'm going in head first, it's Kevin De Bruyne because I've got a glass head. <laughs> as you uh, remind us <laughs> monthly, at as least. You, <laughs> as you've alluded, as you've uh, seen from that photo on the weekend, if it's feet first, I think I could do some damage. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, but I don't know if if he if he caught you in the in the shin or the hamstring rods, you're finished, aren't you? Oh yeah, let's be honest, I'm finished. He, he's going to win that. I'm like a, he's a he's a statuesque athlete and I'm a again like a dilapidated fridge <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. yeah um yeah. uh fuck's sake yeah. uh Al- Alan Roberts has come in with the only food question of the week um so here Good. we go it well wouldn't then, be Alan. uh what would you prefer a 10 foot high burger or a 10 foot long subway um <laughs> <laughs> the, the subway just- yeah, long subway like a. Oh, like, no. You can't get your jaw around. You can't yeah, get your jaw around. Yeah, that's the way. How are you going to eat a 10 foot high burger? burger? He, does, he, does, he does also say it's a two foot high subway as well as does, being does 10 he, foot long. Does he also why is he, say why that. Why is he bringing in these stipulations <laughs> on measurements? Does he also suggest that you've got the jaw of a basking whale? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, is, is he assuming we can just swallow things like plankton? <laughs> yeah. I think we're we're really starting to scrape the food barrel at the moment with food questions. Yeah. I, I, I like the idea of a really long sandwich like Scooby Doo, though, where yeah, 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 yeah. past and it's like the longest sandwich ever. But, uh, um, yeah. uh, uh, brilliant winger uh, Thomas Whitmarsh Knight has asked uh, how many Cruyff turns did Bosch Thomas attempt at Saturday's <laughs> game before leaving the field after three minutes of chest pains was it 12 21 or 477 it's definitely uh, yeah it was definitely some somewhere between answer b and c wasn't it <laughs> yeah uh, there were more drag backs so it wasn't the Cruyff turns he did attempt Cruyff turns yeah. as well but it was it was the drag backs wasn't it always <laughs> trying to work it onto his left and then onto yeah. his right and then onto <laughs> his left oh it's like the uh, football inversion of the chuckle brothers <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Sam has uh, asked he said not a question just want to say the Ramsey and Gunter bromance is the cutest thing in football I wholeheartedly agree um, yeah. I could look at photos of them looking at each other all day um, <laughs> lovely lovely boys uh, Boosh with his Boosh I mean again mate you I was going to say Boosh usually has a food one doesn't he yeah he hasn't gone food this week but he's asked so many questions over the last few weeks that He's really starting to scrape the barrel again. Uh, but but we'll go with it. He says, which makes the best ad hoc snowshoe? A, te- a tennis racket. a dark winter. A tennis racket, a squash racket, table tennis bats, or those things they guide down aircraft with. 
Boosh, yeah. I, I love your questions, mate, but this is a low point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it has to be tennis rackets, doesn't it? Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. The yeah. largest. <laughs> An ad hoc snowshoe. <laughs> Have fun on your holiday in Norway. Uh, Jamie Evans has said, will Kiefer Moore get booked for raising his arms to put the star on his Christmas tree? (laughs) (laughs) If an international referee's in the room, without a doubt. I think Uh, these uh, baubles would all be yellow cards, wouldn't they? Oh, Kiefer loves the yellow. Uh, Paul Burns uh, has been asking this for a couple of weeks Keep missing it, Paul, because you haven't been asking it as the as the answer. It doesn't matter. We're going to answer it now. He says, uh, if you could go back in time and spend the day in any World Cup final, which one would you choose? He suggests uh, Brazil, Italy, 1970, would probably just out- edge out Argentina, Netherlands, 78. Uh, although he says, I think the 78 atmosphere would have been electric. Kaus, have you got anything that springs to mind? A, a World yeah, Cup final you would have liked to have been at? Wembley 66 for Kaus, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one, mate. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah, fuck off, Ross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, yeah, for me, I, I like the idea of that 78 one. That, that Dutch team, how they never won a World Cup. Yeah. I wasn't alive for it, but they were just outrageous. What a team that was. Um, 86 is probably as well. Yeah, 86 for, is like... For Maradona. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, the, um, was the 78 one the one with all the ticker tape? I'm not sure. It's the one in Argentina, isn't it, 78? Yeah, that's the one. Oh, yeah. The, the if one, if yeah. it's in Argentina, it's definitely going to have ticker tape, yeah, isn't it? 100%. Yeah. It, it is no, that I'd, one for me. Yeah. I'd, I'd go France 98, you know. That was, really? Um, I yeah. guess you were right, was, the right age for it, weren't you? Well, are we talking about a final or the finals? He says final. to spend the day at any World Cup final if oh, you have right, one okay. day out. Yeah, no, because uh, like it just it would, would have just been amazing, like uh, you know France winning it in France. It yeah, would have been absolutely class. Um, yeah, but the only thing about that was like obviously one of the best footballers of all time, Ronaldo, just didn't turn up that day and there's a lot of conspiracy theories around it, isn't there? But he had a fit or something. That's the line, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But um Nike, there's, Nike there's made him of... play apparently, didn't he? Oh yeah. The, allegedly. There's, there's all allegedly. sorts there's all sorts of theories about it, mate. Yeah. It's yeah. quite interesting actually. Yeah. But um yeah, I mean the commercialization of the game was was creeping in massively then, wasn't it? So you could almost yeah. imagine Nike sort of saying, you know, get your ass on the field sort of thing. Uh, I'd probably choose uh, Montevideo in 1930, Uruguay, Argentina. I yeah, bet that was yeah, a mental. Yeah, first World yeah. Cup. <laughs> Why not? In it? Yeah. Yeah. If we're gonna That's go, if we're shout. gonna go for it, go for the first one. Yeah. Uh, Argentina 78 is my final yeah, answer on that one. Yeah. With the ticket tape. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably go 80, <laughs> Mexico 86 because to go to the Azteca for a a World Cup final yeah. would probably be pretty pretty impressive. And you um, get to see Maradona. No? And you get to see Maradona, exactly. Uh, okay, uh, Gwil has said that it's possibly a record showing for the Aberyst with Soul Crew, spelt S-O-L-E, at Cardiff Met yeah. on Friday. Looking forward to seeing that crowd. Um, I'm assuming there's plans to take a big crowd down. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think so. They they, they, <clears throat> they do all right every now and then at Bed for, you know, they'll have, they'll have games where there's hardly anyone there. Yeah. And then... And then they'll go somewhere and take a massive following with them. Yeah. Quite often, Cardiff they do take big barriers. Yeah, there's probably a load of lads in university and stuff down here as well, I guess, isn't there? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, hope hope they all have a good day out on Friday and beat Cardiff Met. Um, 
I'm confident no Cardiff Met fans. Yeah, I'm confident no Cardiff Met fans are listening to the podcast because they're fans of their mums and dads. So, um, <laughs> so, sorry if there is any Cardiff Met fans. Um, well but yeah. done, Ryan. Well done. I like yeah. it. Controversial. Yeah. Uh, come on, Amaristwith. Um I'm playing playing to the crowd here. Um, yeah. uh, Matthew Davy has said, how many of you have swiftly moved back into the retirement bracket after Saturday's game? This is the Wales fans. Yeah. Uh, I think no, yeah. I'm itching for more, yeah. Yeah, Rod, Rod, we've awake, woken a beast at, in Rodri you now. Yeah, except my leg I, looks like I, the... I was, I was impressed with uh, Rod's performance, to be fair. I mean, you know, apart from the uh, the violent challenges, it was, it was a good <laughs> yeah. performance. It was well, a performance I, of two I, halves to you, wasn't it, Rod? Literally. Well, the first quarter and the second quarter, uh, the last quarter, I didn't think I managed a single half, did I? So. No. <laughs> quick quick but, 15 uh, minutes to bust the first lung. And then yeah. you, you came on yeah. for the second half and you made the difference. Reinflated then. the lung and then yeah. go back on, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, without the horrible... My leg looks like the back of Phillips's van for the <laughs> moment after the, the um, whatever you call it, AstroTurf. Is it AstroTurf? I don't even know what the is. 3G, 4G. 4G, 3G, 4G. 4G. Yeah. WAP, WAP, <laughs> 5G. <I don't> <laughs> a synthetic <laughs> surface, I think, is the best way yeah, to do it. Yeah, it's... Makes a mockery of your legs if you slide in it. The yeah. burns are horrendous. So I've got all my jeans uh, have been sticking to me the last few days. Like pus <laughs> everywhere. So fucking messed on that. So um, yeah, no one's paid for my challenges more than me. Put it that way. What was the question? <laughs> have you moved into retirement? Anyway, uh, no. Jenko has asked. Uh, seen as Wales look like there's a real chance of qualification, will you be going out to Qatar considering the deaths of slave and abuse of human rights? We obviously. Touched on this last week with um, uh, Billy Webb and uh, Sarah. Um, I think we should probably go into deep depth on this a bit more, especially if we do qualify, and how Wales fans should treat um, go mm. into the World Cup. I know I don't really want to bring England into it, but they ha- England. I think Gareth Southgate came out with a quite a good statement actually um, this week. Obviously, they confirmed qualification and said basically. We're gonna sort of do a bit of research, figure out, you know, the best way to, you know, highlight these issues. Um, it's that whole head and heart, not the head and heart thing, but it's like, you know, we all want to see Wales in the World Cup. We all want to be there, but obviously Qatar's got quite a lot of um, issues yeah. around it. So there's obviously that human rights thing, which is would be right at the top of my thinking. But then I've I've also read that there's like. There's no hotels or stuff at the moment, is there? So, yeah, well, I tentatively if, looked on Booking.com just to see what sort of prices there were, and there's just nothing for that week. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. So I don't think the decision might not be in our hands anyway, the way yeah. the state it is at the moment. So yeah, It's just classic Wales, though, isn't it? You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we've only seen one tournament in our lifetime. We qualified for another one, but we weren't allowed to go, basically. I know a handful yeah. did, but we basically weren't able to go. And then yeah. now we're playing somewhere with... Oh Christ! It's like the the human rights abuses are basically like something up like the Hunger Games, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just classic Wales, isn't it? We just can't seem to catch a break with tournaments at all, can we? But um, yeah, I don't, it, it's a hard one, isn't it? I, if if I'm if I'm being honest, we, none of us should go. None of us should go. No. But you know, we've never seen Wales in a World Cup. It's. <sighs> It's yeah. it's a really tough one. It I, is a I'll, tough one. I'll, I'll I'll be honest with you. I I will go, and I, I feel bad for saying. Yeah, same year. 
Um, I, I, you know, I will go. And and I but, think um, I think it's about going and not being silent to things. Like, yeah, I'm all for going and taking a rainbow flag. Just you know, yeah, stuff yeah. like yeah. that. Like, but, and, you, and the thing you is, trouble, if, your trouble there is right. But what what happens to you then? Yeah, but the thing is, if if you have a rainbow flag in the ground in a World Cup yeah. game. And yeah. they come and remove the rainbow flag in the ground. Imagine the bad press. They're not going to do that. So no, no, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think it, it, there's, I think we've got a, um, what's the word? I think we've got a responsibility that if we do go, um, and I, I don't think it's fair for Wales fans to be denied of the opportunity to go to a World Cup because of these mm. issues. Yeah. But I think if we do go, we can't be silent about I, I the current state it. of play. <laughs> I think what they could do is every team just come together and boycott it and then every team that's qualified gets an automatic spot in USA, yeah. Canada, Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be, I'd be willing to put it off a few years if it means we'd guarantee uh, the World yeah, Cup. But, absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah I, it, do li- I do like that idea, to be fair. I do. It's, um, it, it's a horrible situation. Happen, but, yeah. no, it's a horrible yeah. situation. Um, and it's just a sh- Do you know what? It's a shame that, that, again, it's down to the fans now. For, to make this moral decision because FIFA are yeah. so morally spineless. bankrupt and spineless, yeah, yeah that they've that yeah. they it's now in in the fans' hands. And like Sarah said last week, as as um as an LGBT person, she she yeah. won't feel safe going, and that's not no, what a World no Cup should be about. You can go, is there? It's, it's not. You know? It's not equal. It's not an equal chance for everyone to go because there's minority groups and and groups of that sort that there's literally no chance they can take that risk. Yeah, and how can that be fair? Yeah, or like expected of any fan to make that choice? Then, well, you know, yeah. it, I when they got the World Cup, I couldn't. I never thought it would like actually end up happening. But yeah, 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 a year out and yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. if we do go, me and my dad have tentatively had a chat about how we're going to do it, and we're going to try and stay in guitar as little as possible and fly in from destinations around. You know, fly into Qatar, go to a game, fly out to Jordan. Week yeah. in Jordan, fly back in for a game, fly out to Bahrain. You know, week, week in, there's week an in idea Jordan. for you. Week in Jordan, wasn't that uh, Peter Andre's autobiography? <laughs> uh, Lady Pixie has asked, Llaith or Llefrith? Cows, quickly. Llefrith. Uh, Rod? Cows is wrong. <laughs> I, I'm from Regen, so we call it milk, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but but I've, I've been taught Llaith. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a. It's a let's, let's not open up some sort yeah. of old wounds. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, we'll finish on Alan March's pub trivia. Um, Who? When he <laughs> Podfather, of course. Yeah, that's it. Sorry, sorry, the yeah. Podfather Alan March, uh, quiz yeah. master as well. Um, when he asked this question, what are the most popular pets in Wales? I didn't know if it was a trivia question or he was just asking. <laughs> um, <laughs> But then he sent me the answer, so... Uh, ah, right. Let's, we'll go for... Obviously, the top two are, are fairly easy. I just comedy yeah. answers lined up for this. <laughs> but, yeah. the, but, but below the top two, it gets a little bit interesting. Obviously, I'd like to think you all know what the first would be. Kingfisher? Uh, da- <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Kestrel, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, um, do- it's a dog, obviously. Is it dog? Um, is it dog oh, before yeah. cat? It is, is it? dog before yeah. cat, and then cat, yeah. and then third. Uh, anyone want to have a little guess? At third, uh, chinchilla. No. <laughs> uh, 
That's good. Is it, it's got to be hamster or something like no, that. No, hamsters are uh, seven. Uh, yeah, they, they don't last uh, long, do they? Is it a rodent? No, you were closer with Kestrel. They're indoor birds. Terrapin? Budgie. Oh, bud- budgies. All, in, all indoor birds are third. Parrots. And then... Uh, What's that That woman who lost her grey <laughs> parrot? <laughs> what was that parrot called again? I can't remember. <laughs> that great, oh. and, <laughs> then, uh, and then in fourth is domestic fowl. I don't really know what domestic fowl is. I think it's I chicken. Oh, yeah. those on the, on the weekend, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then it's rabbits, guinea pigs, hamsters. So, yeah, they, there you go. There's your bit of knowledge for this week. Um, yeah. All fun and games. Uh, right. On to uh, the end. Um, I haven't chosen anyone <laughs> to pick a um, a track tonight. Uh, Rodri, you haven't picked for a while. Uh, do you want to pick a track no. on the spot? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I'll tell you what, just because it's been... It was good at the end of the... I'm going to say a Mohid. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. What <laughs> a it yet. Let's just, Can we just talk about that before we do wrap up? Yeah. How fucking brilliant was that at the it end? It was immense. Fantastic. Oh, immense. I felt I've, a million bucks So that. So good. I wrote an article just about that one. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Which can be found oh. online. Just... Uh, just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So uh, we'll we'll play out on Amor Ohid um, by David Iwan. If you don't know it, then you probably shouldn't Getting be listening. To, you probably shouldn't <laughs> be listening to this podcast. Um, right, Kaus. Any closing statements from yourself tonight? Uh, no, really enjoyed it. It's uh, it's been a great week. Um, dust ourselves down. Go again in March. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rod, anything from you? No, I just gonna. I was just gonna say it was a pleasure to meet some of the people I've spoke to on this podcast the, the last few months. Yeah, I hadn't actually met them before, so it was yeah, yeah, good yeah. to finally meet them people on the weekend and 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 a lot more great people and you know. Yeah, that was, it was nice. Yeah. I, had a, I met a few people from uh, uh, Mike, uh, the the creative lad I saw in um, in the Cross Vaults. Nice to meet yeah. you, Alid Robert. Yeah. Nice to meet yeah. Alid. Um, and there was a lad I, I didn't get. To, catch his name but he was sat in front of me uh turned around to me the final whistle on tuesday and told and said off you go phillips so, um, <laughs> that was nice so i i didn't catch your name mate but um uh yeah thanks for the thanks for the the love advice and, and and advice yeah <laughs> did, did he did he think you were phillips no i don't think so <laughs> I, you probably don't remember kaus but he 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 spoke to us on saturday because he was sat in front of us as well um yeah. and uh I then turned around and said, off you go, Belgium. So, there we go. There, <laughs> there we go. go. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week on Wednesday, obviously, because we're, we're, we're coming out later this week. Um, just uh, just before we go, I just want to say, I think it'd be nice if people, whenever anyone sees uh, Rodri in the, in the street, just go up to him and scream in his face, yeah, come on! Yeah. Wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Um, I did have someone else. With a mask on, with a mask on, of course. I did have someone else to say as well. Um, a few, a few people have mentioned about um, the best way they can help support the podcast um, in terms of like financially and stuff. If you want to support the podcast, the best thing to do at the moment is buy uh, a copy of the fanzine. Um, issue four is coming out in a couple of weeks' time. Um, brilliant front cover as well, designed by Liam Stokes Massey, uh, pencil yeah. craftsman on Etsy. So a yeah. big thank you to him. Talented bastard. Um, so yeah, if you if you do want to, you know, help us out, um, and you haven't already bought a podcast, or you can go on the shop, buy a pin badge, buy some stickers, that sort of thing. It does help, and eventually, you know, we'll have enough cash to, you know, keep improving the content um, and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, 
if if that's you don't have to pay this is free i'm happy to keep giving it out as free but if you do want to sort of help us out a little bit then then that does help um just pop on alternativewales.com forward slash shop and you can just buy everything um so yeah (laughs) so that's it from us this week uh it's been a pleasure um and yeah uh yeah to play us out david iwan amarohid uh, see you next week. Yeah. <laughs>